Hello, Internet. Welcome to Outrage Factory. The Number 38. The, uh, the, fuck, you threw me off my vibe. The... I'm also 38. The, hey, it's your champagne podcast, buddy. Hey, wait. Pop some cork. Isn't that your champagne birthday when you turn the age, like the day of the month that your birthday is? Oh. That's your champagne birthday. Then that wouldn't make this my champagne birthday. Don't, no, it would make it your champagne podcast. The podcast. Shut the fuck up, Dale. Welcome to Outrage Factory, the podcast where me and Dale argue about shit that means nothing for a solid hour and your dumbass listens to it. Like champagne. (laughs) Champagne. Uh, We're here to take a look at the things that made people angry on the Wait, I got a better sting. Outrage Factory, where every room is the champagne room. <laughs> but that only works for this episode. <laughs> yeah, okay. Episode 38, where every room is the champagne room. Also, we forgot to do this whole shtick on 37. Which would have been my champagne podcast. Yeah. Hey, I'm 37. And I'm 38. <laughs> Dear God. Remember uh, when we promised we wouldn't record at night In anymore? case you couldn't tell, we're doing another late nighter here because, uh, uh, what, what? My girlfriend's brother was in town, so we had to go do Vancouver-y touristy things. Where was he in town from? Edmonton. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. No, that was, that was worth it. That was time well spent. I don't know if we can make fun of him because I don't know if he listens to this. Do you, do you think... He would approve of your relationship with his sister if he listened to this. Probably not. There you go. <laughs> Let's just assume he isn't. That is a valid point. Also, Eric as Allen. someone who spent a year living in Edmonton, I think we're both qualified to say uh, it's a shithole. Yeah. I don't know. It's got certain charms. No. Well, I guess it, once you stop drinking, it doesn't really. No charms whatsoever. Yeah. There's There's like a month when it's like. Just before it's too hot and it's nice and hot, that's nice. Yeah. Well, and maybe not even a month. And then <laughs> the rest of the months, you're either like super hot and there's nowhere yeah. to swim because there's no bodies of water because you're in Alberta. There's a shitty river. I don't think you could swim in it. Or you're like f- freezing to death. Yeah. Literally. It's like either minus 40 or plus 30. Take a pick. Thanks, Obama. And hey. Global warming. Let's talk about the weather some more. Yeah. No. You know what? The pe- You know... Actually, it's funny you bring that up because I'm about to get into some sunshine myself. <laughs> Dude, ladies, listen <laughs> ladies. up. Did you know our welder friend here? I finally get a brag about traveling for work. Like good old DB over here has been constantly this entire podcast just won't shut up about how he gets to travel to like. I never got to go Massachusetts to the Bahamas. Well, yeah. See. I just want to tell people that I'm going to the Bahamas, and they'll be like, and leave it there, because they'll be like, holy shit, the Bahamas, and then they're like, oh, what are you doing there? I'm like, well, I'm going to go into a dry dock where they have a cruise ship, and then I'm going to spend eight hours a day on my knees welding the floor. Of the cruise ship? Yeah. Or the dry dock? Of the cruise ship. What? Do you think it's haunted? <laughs> cruise ships aren't really old enough to be haunted, Haven't you seen, isn't that Ghost Ship? Is that not a cruise ship in that movie? Yeah. Oh, that'd be badass. Oh, I want to uh, take a, a minute here to, I know we talk about like stupid pop culture shit all the time. Uh, I am going to give a shout out to hey, a show. pop culture is not stupid. A show everyone should be watching uh, called Counterpart on Stars. Check it out. Never saw it. Uh, it's got J.K. Simmons. 
from, oh, I like J.K. Uh, Simmons. From the Spider-Man. the Spider-Man films and also Whiplash. Spider-Man. And didn't he win an Oscar for Whiplash? I believe so. Or was that Little Miss Sunshine? Best. Was he in? No, that no. was someone else. Best actor, Oscar winner, J.K. Simmons. Uh, or best supporting actor? Probably supporting. He doesn't seem like a lead role kind of guy. He's a lead in this, but he's a lead because he plays himself twice he plays God. two characters oh. weren't we talking about michael keaton multiplicity what a stroke of genius that was yeah this is even better i can't believe Check I, was, it out. I was about Keep to it. i was about to complain about people playing multiple roles and then last week i was just you couldn't shout off elating michael keaton, keaton. this different no it's exactly it's the keaton. same you can ball wash michael keaton <laughs> it's all day exactly every day exactly the same okay fine i'll watch it you know what i think people should watch ozark yeah, and I that, think that, everybody that looks already good. has. I have not. It. So, uh, based it on your recommendation, I may check great. it out. It's it's weird because it's Bateman, and you're like, oh, but it's dark Bateman. Yeah, and you're I don't like, know how to oh. deal with Bateman in a but it's still regular Bateman. Role. It's still regular Bateman. Is he, is he funny? He's he's or ba- I guess he's Bateman funny. Like he's got some dead one liners that are just perfectly timed. But it's like it's kind of like. He gets caught up in this whole crazy scenario, and then it's like badass Bateman. Where you're like, he's just like, goes like kind of like feelingless and like tells people what to do. And you're like, oh shit, I don't want to tell you exactly yeah, why no, don't do that. or how he's doing it because it'll give it away. But just know that he goes fucking full on badass, and you're like, oh shit, Bateman. I guess him being a dr- like when I look back on the entire four season run of Arrested Development, it was just him making this face a lot. Just so you listeners at home know, Derek is making the exact same face that <laughs> Bateman <laughs> makes it. through the whole scene. And it was funny because it was in comedic situations. Yeah. But if he did that in Ozark, it would be yeah. dramatic all of a sudden. Yeah. Because yeah, just yeah, like yeah. the deadpan Bateman face. And also, as well as Bateman, I'd also highly recommend Game Night. Yeah. It's on theaters. Mm. I think I already talked about this. Uh. Dude, it's got fucking Winston. Is it Winston from New, New Girl? The black guy? Yeah, I love Winston. Oh, he's what? actually the has emerged oh my as God. my favorite character he is on that so show. So funny. He's pretty funny. And then it's got Rachel McAdams mm. and Jason Bateman uh. and this British lady who I've seen in a couple shows. Love, and I can't remember. Love her British lady. I love their accent. <laughs> Big. I'm from Liverpool. I mind the gap. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. I totally came up. I was telling my girlfriend that I can't because I'm actually going to go to uh, England in oh, June. Who's Mr. Dropping Two Travel Bombs in the same podcast and episode? I, uh, Look at this guy. I was lamenting to my girlfriend about how if I was single, I could use shitty pickup lines. Keep Stay with me because I, I wrapped it around. I'm already <laughs> shaking my head. <laughs> and you know what my best pickup line to an English lass would be? Oi, you want to mash my banger? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and she's like, you're just going to be so annoying in England. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to pretty much ask every single person where the best spot of dick is. So, so annoying in England. <laughs> totally different from your persona back here in Canada where you are not you at know, all. All this charm that you seem to use in Canada, I think that's just going to be interpreted as annoying in England. Dear Lord. Uh, I where's your spot of dick? <laughs> where can our brother buy no, the I best was, spot of dick? I was researching uh, spot of dicks. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I, I finally found out what it was. Isn't it just like a sausage? No, it's uh, it's it's uh, like shit in custard. Now I gotta do it again. I was so I was researching Irish meals to make for St. Patrick's Day. Recently passed, worst fucking holiday uh, in the world, unless you're Irish, because basically everyone else is just like, oh, it's an excuse to get fucking shitty loaded at 9 a.m. and like throw up in an alley somewhere and listen to Dropkick Murphys. Yeah, I don't like it because uh, Celtic music is good for about 20 minutes. Is it good at all, though? No. Is it even? No, like you, you can listen to that Spirit of the West song once. You can listen to one Dropkick Murphy song. Bam, Spotted Dick is a British pudding made with su- suet. Suet. Wow, stellar research, Derek. And dried fruit. <laughs> can't even pronounce words. And often served with custard. Wait, what is it? Stulet? Su- suet? Suet. I think that is suet. Shut up. It's not. It's pronounced suet. I think it's French, Derek. Suet. Toad in the hole is the thing you were thinking of. Ay, and toad that in is. Hole. Oi. Oh, look, some toad in the owl. Hey, can I put my toad in your owl? <laughs> uh, which is a bunch of sausages baked in batter, apparently. That sounds fucking super amazing. Healthy. That super sounds duper healthy. like they're like, oh, I see you like pigs in a blanket. Old my stout. This is a well, I put my stout. All this God. fucking sausage <laughs> in a pan, breading, baked. It's a uh, toad in a hole. It's Yorkshire pudding batter, actually, which oh is even better. God. That's next level. Do you pour gravy all <laughs> yeah, over it? Just drench oh. it. Hold my stout. Ooh. My gout is screaming right now. <laughs> Please, it's you're like, gonna come back like from. Dumb. London just like flared. Oh what my does God. a gout flare up look like exactly? Uh, you can't really see it. It'll just look like I twisted my ankle and it'll be a bit swollen. Yeah, don't your joints all like explode? Not all of them. <laughs> I don't explode. I don't have like I don't have like old fat guy gout. I have young fat guy gout where it's just like it flares up a little bit. Right, little, yeah. little flares. I can already tell based on our British references. This is going to be the episode where our one. Uh, Scottish slash Irish listener Lorna is going to be sending me angry messages. Yeah, well, she like can get bent because we're not talking about <laughs> Scottish yeah, or Irish. Yeah, we're talking ben. about the English. It's all the same. Well, Just kidding. Yeah, they're like, they're as far apart as what? Vancouver and Seattle? Yeah. Possibly. How long does it I'm take? I'm not good at geography. <laughs> Here's a question I'll piss her off. How long does it take to drive from England to Ireland? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do they have a... They don't have I a, don't think so. They don't have a... The whole joke is there's ocean in between them. No, but they there's ocean in between France and England, and you can drive that because of the I, channel. The, the channel. English I'm going to take channel. the channel. Wait, if you can drive, why are all those idiots swimming it? Can you drive from Ireland to England? Boy, oh boy, this is podcast oh, greatness. It takes you? eight hours and seven minutes. Oh, there's a bridge. There, oh, maybe it's a ferry. Boring. Nobody wants to ride a ferry. Um, Taking car rentals across the ferry. Anyways, I don't care enough about this to research it. But if you know if it's possible to drive from Ireland to England, please do send us a message Wait. telling us how dumb we are. Super important question right now. Is Isle of the Man, is that is Isle of Man, is that Britain or one of those other little shitty... Because it's kind of right in the middle there. It's, uh, I thought Isle of Man was Scottish. 
Is it... Self-governing? Holy shit. What? That's like the size of Vancouver. British Crown Dependency. Ah, boring. Population 83,000 people. Cool. That's about the size of Salmon Arms. I hope if you're listening to this episode... No, Salmon Arms is like 15,000 people. What's That's like the size of like... Kelowna. Vernon. That's smaller than Kelowna. No, Kamloops. The size of Kamloops. Well, Kamloops has Kamloops 80. Lies. Hey, if you live in Kamloops right now, you could be living in the Isle of Man. British. Don't you regret your life choices? What the fuck? Pretty badass name. You're like, oh, there's all these fucking sagebrushes and dunes where I could be living where there's wet dunes and wet sagebrush in the Isle of Man. How long do you think until they rename it the Isle of People? <sighs> Wink. Uh, <laughs> Get it? Because yeah. of current news? Yeah. Because of current news? Dan. Current news. Hey, speaking of current news, uh, I regret to inform you the airlines are back on their bullshit again. Uh, are they? What? Well, okay. So here's I, the situation. I actually know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. So here's the situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a dog. What kind of dog? This actually, I think it was actually a French bulldog, or oh, it looked pretty cute. Was it a French bulldog? It looked pretty cute. Because if it's a French bulldog, I care a lot more. I, I still care, but... Uh, no, if it was like some mid-sized mutt that's all scraggly and bent-faced. Picture of a family's... French bulldog puppy. Oh, oh a fucking puppy. Oh. Ooh, uh, lady parts. What happened? A woman got on an airline with a dog in a dog carrier. The dog uh, carrier puppy. was sticking out. Whatever. We need to know the cuteness. The baby dog. The we adorable to, baby French bulldog puppy. How cute this dog at every point of the story. The beautiful, the beautiful baby dog. <laughs> Poor, innocent, baby French uh, bulldog Was puppy. in a dog carrier that was sticking into the, the aisle. The flight attendant told the owner that the bag had to go in an overhead bin. The owner complied. Uh, the dog was in the overhead bin for the duration of the flight from Houston to New York, which is about a three-hour flight. Uh, people reported hearing the dog barking, but when the plane landed, uh, the dog had died. Lo and behold, overhead storage bins are not fit for uh, for so keeping what, are they just cold? Alive. I think it it probably suffocated because. Oh, there's no air. There's no air holes, right? Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty enclosed well, space packed with luggage. Yeah, they probably do seal to be pressurized. So, people lost their fucking minds on this uh, on airlines because they're easy scapegoats. Yeah, uh, and people are really mad at United. United took uh, full responsibility for the dead dog, uh, even offering to pay. For the dog's autopsy, because if there's any, yeah, that was my reaction. If there's any uh, uh, solace in uh, beloved pet dying, it's that you can find out how it died and the airline will pay it for you. Oh, it suffocated to death. Well, now I'm actually half as sad. But here's my point. I'm going to get a little controversial here. The airline is not to blame for this dog dying. Uh, We covered... I mean, they they are in as much as the flight attendant told a person to put uh, a dog in an overhead bin. Did they? Did she, she said put the bag in the. So here's what I think happened. Yeah. I think there was like this communication breakdown. The flight attendant was like, put that in the overhead bin. 
maybe realizing there was a dog in it, but assuming that the dog owner was smart enough to remove the dog from the bag before putting it in the bin or not knowing there was a dog in it. Yeah. Uh, and the, the dog owner maybe mistakenly believing that dogs can survive in an overhead bin for three hours, just went ahead and didn't, didn't ask any questions. Yeah, uh, just, did she, was she like, I don't want to or whatever? I don't, I don't know how it played out. Yeah. So I've been on a flight when somebody brought their dog and I was annoyed. I'm like, oh fuck, somebody brought their dog. Now it's going to go up in the air and it's going to freak out. Anyways, it didn't freak out. It was actually pretty cute. And uh, what the flight attendant told her, she like came by because I was right behind them. And she's like, okay, these are the rules of having your dog on the plane. You have to keep it under the seat in front of you like when you have a carry-on. It has to stay in its carrier under the seat in front of you at all times that the seatbelt sign's on. Then if the seatbelt sign's off, you can put it in your lap. And if the seatbelt sign goes on again, you have to put it in the carrier. You're not allowed to put it in the aisle way or take it out of the seat. Yeah. Those are the rules. Makes sense. For WestJet. Yeah. So I guess maybe this person on United didn't want to explain the whole rules or why this girl had it in the aisle anyway. In the first place. You can't obstruct an aisle on a plane. Every fucking moron knows that. What are they going to do when they're trying to get me drinks? Like, if I'm (laughs) waiting for my drink and some dipshit's like, oh, I'll just put this in the aisle, and then I won't get my drink. Yeah. I I won't get my coffee or cookies, and as a result, I won't have to get up and piss 12 times on a one-hour flight. I would be super mad about that. Exactly. Uh, I flew on a flight from Chicago to New Orleans, I think. Oh, I went to New Orleans from Chicago. Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> I can only do this for two more weeks till you get to do it. There, oh, I'm going to the Bahamas. I hope there's the most shitty, annoying dog. And on you want to hear my you. travel plans? So I'm flying to Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. And then we're taking a cruise ship. From Fort Lauderdale. To the Bahamas? To the Bahamas. Dude, that's so much better. Why didn't you even tell me that? Do you think that cruise ship will be haunted? Wait, I don't know if it's a cruise ship. They just said we'll be on a ship. <laughs> It'll be a dinghy or like some fishing boat. Oh, my God. Could you imagine it? You just <laughs> for six hours. Just be like, hmm. This already sounds kind of sketchy. How do oh, you know these are like. sketchy as fuck. <laughs> oh, the only reason I know this is legit is because. I went to a business front and it had the name (laughs) of a business and I'm like, seems legit to me, but it's weird because it's like welding. Like that's how you get a welding job is like, this is the timeline of this job. So on Thursday night, I was just cruising around looking at jobs because I do that when I'm bored. Like I'm pretty happy with my job. I don't know. As happy as you can be with a job, but I saw that it was a temporary job for two weeks and I was like, oh, hey, we're slow at work. I wonder if I could get it off. Oh, whatever. And I applied for it. Then the next day on Friday, I asked my boss, I'm like, hey, if I leave for two weeks for this temporary job, will I have a job to come back to? He's like, yeah, it's slow. We'll work it out, whatever. And then I was like, cool. And then on Saturday, they're like, hey, come in. And then I went in. And while I was there, they're like, okay, you're in. And I was like, wait, what? They're like, yeah, just send us a copy of your passport. And I'm like, okay. And then they're (laughs) like, so we're going to stay here in a hotel. And then we'll get, we'll like take a bus to the ship. And then you'll work on the ship. You're going to TIG weld. And I'm like, okay. And that's like fucking, what, 48 hours or whatever three days to is? To book a free trip in 72, <laughs> 72 hours. It's like 72, 72 hours. 72 hours. In 72 James hours, Franco I went movie. from 
sitting on my bed looking at my phone to going to the Bahamas in two weeks. And you only have to lose one kidney for it to happen. <laughs> I want to open up casting call for my future podcast co-host after Dale is uh, murdered and or abducted and in the Bahamas. It's funny because my boss is like, a guy like you, you're gonna get you're gonna get sold into sex slavery for sure. And then I was like, this is gonna sound really bad, but if I take that as a compliment, is that weird? Because it's kind of an ego boost being the one that gets sold into sex slavery God, and not like just slavery. You. Do you know what they do? to guys like you in the Bahamas, they pay you to weld things. Can I finish my story, please? <laughs> there was a large dog on this, like a dog that would not fit in a carrier. Because oh, it was one like, of the, like it was like a husky or see, something. When I asked you what kind of dog it was, it was for this exactly. Because if you say it's bigger than a lap dog and it's not a Great Dane, then I don't give a fuck. Okay, if it's bigger than a lap dog and someone's like, put that fucking thing in the overhead carrier, <laughs> they're definitely liable for that <laughs> dog's best, death. <laughs> the best would be is this like little girls like trying to shove her dog in the overhead <laughs> kit to, and then the, this like nice guy's like oh here let me help you with that he's like pushing punching it in <laughs> that actually who knows maybe that's what happened <laughs> helpful helpful yeah. airline guy uh broke the dog's neck uh yeah airlines are easy scapegoats maybe the solution to this problem is that we stop operating under the uh uh, ex- expectation that dogs, which are animals, yeah, that have not evolved the ability to fly on their own, <laughs> either physically or through technology, don't fucking fly. Like, when did flying with your pets just start? I have no idea. When people started using them as surrogates for kids, I believe. I believe. Around the same time. Wasn't it like if you wanted to fly somewhere with your dog, it had to be quarantined for a while and they had to see if it was okay and everything? Or is that just a cross country? I don't don't know. But now it's just like, oh, hey, I'm just, this is my carry on. It's a fucking wild animal. Well, it's not wild. It's like a live animal. It is a live animal. Like. Why? Why? Why is that allowed? I guess, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, it shouldn't be allowed. Like, I hate to be like a Debbie Downer or Daler Downer here, but. Uh, Dale, Daler Downer at it again. But, uh, you just, you can't bring your dog. Yeah, that's. There's places you can't bring your dog. Into restaurants. Restaurants. That's, that's a safety hazard. Uh, hospitals. Okay, also hazard. I don't care if some kid with cancer wants to pet a dog and feel good. Maybe a different kid. Has, Maybe uh, make an exception for the kid with cancer. Maybe let the kid with cancer okay, do it. Okay, but you got to see if everybody around them won't be annoyed. Like, if I'm in the room and there's a kid with cancer and he's like, let me pet the dog. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'd like to register a formal complaint. <laughs> Why? Uh, I was trying to watch Transformers <laughs> and this kid's glee was Why? just drowning out Optimus Prime. Why? Of all the movies. It's the first movie I could watch think in of a hospital. that would be likely on... Michael Bay's Transformers. It's the first movie I could think of that would be popular enough to be running on TV at any given time and in a children's hospital. I think it's a pretty good poll. <laughs> I mean, it's either that or Harry Potter. Yeah, I think Harry Potter probably would have been the safer bet there. But I like Transformers would it, would it better earn you than less Harry Let's, uh, Hot take. How about... Yeah, I've never seen a Harry Potter movie. I have seen Transformers. You so can't I'm gonna, say that I'm on the internet. Default. Sorry, sorry. What are I've you, seen crazy. Uh, I am definitely a Hufflewump or whatever. Hufflewump uh, is that what they're called? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I've seen all of the movies and I have no idea what you're talking about. It's probably a thing. They're I'm a just Huff, like, I'm a Hufflewump. They're just like house house Huffle Huffle house like they they house don't Hufflewump. They definitely don't stick with you. The old Squidditch match. But uh, if you were gonna watch one of the movies, I'd say. 
just watch the end two parter because they're like I'm not. They're like eighteen. I'm not going to watch any of those movies. Wizard fight because I'm too busy watching Counterpart. <laughs> starring J.K. Simmons yeah, but are there, on Stars. Are there good wizards? Sunday nights. Are Check there it good out. Wizards fighting bad wizards. In a way, no. Are you talking about like by talking and there, lawyering? So each no other? one's really a wizard. Is there special effects? Like, is there like no? Is there ghosts? No. Is there monsters? There's an alternate dimension. What? Yeah, very cool storyline. Wait, I'll brief you after. In or we'll just do it because okay. we're on a podcast. In this alternate dimension, does shit get wacky? Mm, really subtle. Okay, so here's the whole premise of the show. Yeah. In uh, during the Cold War in yeah. East Germany, oh. s- some I'm getting in some underground, not underground, some scientists in yeah. a lab discovered lab underground. Uh, well, was it below? It, it ends Earth up being level. underground. Anyway, they discover a dimension. Yeah. Or a portal. Nice. To a world yeah. that is an exact carbon copy of ours when they open the gate. Both oh, the worlds okay. are, it's like a mirror image of the mm-hmm. world we're in. Uh, and they like set up, it's like a border and people can like pass through it. But suddenly everyone who's in our dimension has an exact replica living on the other dimension. Yeah. But over time, Gradual differences in the two dimensions kind of emerge so that... Ah, just from contact? Just, well, not even from contact, but there's, like, a virus outbreak in the the other side. Yeah. uh, A flu epidemic that, like, wipes out 7% of the world's population. Mm -hmm. So their medicine is way more advanced than ours because they invest heavily in it after that. And people, like, shun physical contact. Like, they don't shake hands and they don't hug. Oh, wow. Uh, And... Wait, 7% or 70%? 7%, which is still, like... Seven out of a hundred. Yeah, it's like uh, I think that one point five billion people or something die in this epidemic, but the other side believes that our side sent the virus over. Oh shit! So they're sending operatives over to fuck up our shit, and uh, what they're doing is they're like sending people over to murder and replace their exact copies what? on our side. Dude, it's a mindfuck for sure. It sounds like fringe. It's it's very fringe. I got like a J.J. Abrams vibe nice. from it, but J.J. Abrams. Anyway, that's 20 minutes about this show that I'm currently obsessed with, but it's I'm fucking fantastic. definitely going to start watching Check it, it out. Really good. Oh, wait, did you say stars? Yeah. You can stream it. on. Do you have the, the Cody? Do you have the, yeah, the Cody? Yeah, but it never works. It's on, it's on Cody. It never works. You can check it out. It's always like, meh, meh, Buy yourself like, an Android. I was watching the second season of The Good Place. Oh, so s- also such a it. good show. Five such a good show. It just stops working. Such a like, good show. Motherfucker. I watched, I, I watched all of that on, on Cody. That it doesn't work anymore. Wasn't a problem. Mm. Uh, technology hates you. It does. Just like that dead dog. It might be because my laptop was $300 when I bought it and is a piece of shit. <laughs> it is now a decade. This laptop? Yeah. This laptop that's big enough to be a uh, desktop computer? Yeah, I bought it two years ago. Yeah. Money well spent, I'd say. Hey, speaking of sci-fi, you want to jump into the next? Uh, oh, next fuck. Trump? Continues to impress. I got to say, yeah, the guy like, is like taking a hard right into cool ass president territory. Anything that you may have not liked Trump for. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I guess he's mean to women or he's bad for serial like, sexual harasser. Dumb, dumb as a post. Bad uh, for the white <laughs> supremacists and all this stuff. But there's one thing he is good for. Fucking space military. Fully in. Love Trump. 
And uh, I mean, really, yeah, someone like who? What? We're going to let the Chinese militarize space first? Oh, no, that's actually exactly (laughs) why he said they're building it, because China, (laughs) oddly enough, we're I think I don't know if this is important or anything, but for China, it's going to be their Marines that are going to go into space. So they are space Marines. And for us, it's going to be our army. Cool. So I don't know, like, technically, you'd be in ships, so I guess you'd want Marines? Yeah, probably Marines, Yeah, I'd say. There's not going to be a lot of ground combat unless you're invading a fucking... Yeah. Okay, Trump lost me again. Oh, I wait, thought- wait, wait. Okay, <laughs> experts say it's only a matter of time before a program of this magnitude begins to take shape, telling it CNBC... An operational space corps may only be a few years away. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. A new branch of military dedicated to the final frontier is not a novel idea, but it may now be gaining traction in Washington, thanks in part to President Donald Trump. Okay. Slash hero. Yeah. I Like, honestly, <laughs> if, if the guy's legacy is we put people in space to do battles with lasers and laser ships and ships with lasers on them, uh, I will... Be an enthusiastic supporter. And he calls it the Space Force. Yeah, that's bad. Which is the best possible thing he could have called. He could have been like, military operations in uh, the fucking stratosphere. Or yeah, giving it some the, stupid acronym. Whatever fucking spaces between here and there. It's like, so basically, so basically, what's going to happen is China was saying that they're going to get like some bases up in just above our atmosphere, like they keep referencing the space between Earth and the moon, like that distance. What's that, like 1,400,000 kilometers? 1,400,000 kilometers. Is it 140,000 or is it 14? Four, four, no, it's definitely 1,400,000. <laughs> That's a real number that a child would not say. <laughs> <laughs> what? 1,400,000? What's wrong with that? Why'd you end up being exactly right <laughs> and I just sound like an asshole? <laughs> Distance from Earth. So, anyways, well, Derek's... Oh, it's... <laughs> 384,000. Okay. So I was only off by 370,000 I don't know how many you were off by because 1,400,000 is not a number. <laughs> Oh, hey, what's that, 14 million? Yeah, that would be probably 14 million. <laughs> 1,400,000. I'm counting the zeros here. That was 1.4 million. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It sounds like a number. This is why we don't record at night. I know. Oh, that was probably <sighs> the high, high point of this entire episode, though. Hey, Chinese are, are putting stuff between... Space, awesome. or Earth, <laughs> space and space. No, they're putting it between Earth and the Moon, and more as like a tactical offshoot point to launch objective military stuff from. So Trump like said further into space or against the Earth? Against Earth. Ooh, so what they're trying to yeah. do is like to like, I guess, shoot down missiles or whatever. And Trump said that in four to six years we could be seeing some space core. Okay, here's my thing, Trump. Like, I hope the guy realizes that there's a limited amount of money that he has to work with. You going to use that to build the wall with Mexico or are you mm-hmm. going to use it to build Space Force? Where what way are we going to lean here? 
Yeah, I got to go Space Force. Yeah, me too, bud. Like, abandon the whole wall thing. It was good. It got you elected. But if you have military in space, they can just beam lasers down and, like, destroy anyone crossing that border. You don't even need a wall. You can do anything. Yeah, so, like I said before, it's going to be China's Navy is doing that. I think it's just, like, maybe as, like, also defense for, like, space stations or, like, say, that fucking space station that China has that's currently plummeting to Earth. Do they? What? Is that a thing? Yeah. Cool. There's a Chinese space station that's plummeting towards Earth and they have no fucking idea where it's going to land. Look at that. Out of control, falling back towards Earth. Cool as shit. Yeah. So uh, I taught you something you didn't know. Something to be scared of. You could be hit by a Chinese space station. Uh, launched in 2011. Wow, that's not a very long... Oh, mission officially ended March 2016. Uh, lost control of the station. Expected to fall from the sky sometime late in 2017. Inaccuracy of the agency's prediction. Wow, that's going to cost some shit. Space station just like crashes into Earth. Fingers crossed it hits North Korea. And yeah, to avoid the, the whole two thing. birds, one space station. Yeah, uh, zero chance. Oh, we're safe. Oh yeah, nice. Uh, more likely, more likely, less likely. So it looks like it could actually hit uh, somewhere in southern Ontario. You fucked. Yes, so southern Ontario, central U.S. Yeah, the map we're looking at has a. Uh, it says zero chance. Less likely, and then two strips of more likely. And the strip looks like it goes between the Great Lakes and New York, kind of size, and it goes oh, straight east to west. Could you imagine if this thing hits New York? Ooh, so it looks like the northern tip of California in a line straight over with New York, and then that goes over into Italy and some other countries I'm not really familiar with. And. <laughs> The southern tip of Peru and Australia. Ah, lame. No one is known to have been injured by re-entering debris since the space age began. Hmm. Sounds like a good streak to break. Yo. I'm done with that. I need a scientist to tell me if this thing's going to break up and disintegrate completely upon re-entry or not. Here we go. We got we got some. We got scientists. No, no, there are no scientists quoted in this article. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fake news. There's a good chance some parts of it will survive their descent without knowing when the station will fall. It is impossible to say where those pieces might land. Uh, Wherever they land, the pieces will come down in a long, narrow line with the densest parts of the station traveling the farthest. Space travel. Nice. Crazy. All right. Uh, Yeah, Trump, you know, this is a step in the right direction. If he could just make the rest of his uh, tenure as president about the militarization of space, I'm 100% down with that. Oh, definitely. And then I'm going to be so bummed if they do that, and then I'm too old to join the Space Force. Well, they'll send you up there on a welding mission, buddy. They'll be like, hey, Dale, we need you to weld these starfighters. I could be like Chris O'Dowd. (laughs) Who? The guy from... um, the Cloverfield Paradox. Oh, yeah. Did you watch that? Yeah, I love that movie. The funny guy who yeah. loses his arm. The guy from, uh, he was in uh, Bridesmaids. He was the yeah. the love interest. 
I could go and weld stuff. <laughs> All right. Like should we take a break? I told you, yeah. Should we take a break here? Yeah. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're talking about More some China stuff. Other, oh, yeah, China. Bad the, social credit. In the news again. So creds. Uh, all right. Is that still a party? And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. All right. You want to you wanna get into this? Okay. I love this uh, topic because I was total 180 on it. At first, I read the headline, which is China to bar people with bad social credit from planes and trains. And I was like, what the fuck, China? You're going totally fucking George Orwell over here in Animal Farm. Like, all these pigs aren't going to let all the other cute animals do anything. And I started reading the story, and I was like, oh, actually. So let me uh, read to you what changed my mind. Break it on down. Uh, so China said it will begin applying its so-called social credit system to flights and trains and stop people who have committed misdeeds from taking such transport for up to a year. And yeah, you hear that, you're like, oh, those motherfuckers are just going to stop picking on people who they want. It's going to be like fucking Will Smith in that... Uh, what was that movie? Enemy of the State. Yeah. It's going to be like that. It's really in, good movie. It was in this watch the whole time. So. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Whoops. People who would be put on the restricted list included those found to have committed acts like spreading false information about terrorism and causing trouble on flights, as well as those who used expired tickets or smoked on trains, according to two statements issued on the National Development and Reform Commission's website on Friday. And now I'm fully in. Like, you're going to smoke on a train? Yeah, you don't get to ride the train for a year, fucko. I, lo- I, lo- I love this. I have no argument Yeah, this, this is amazing. I would also add people who attempt to travel with dogs to that oh. list. Uh, I would qualify that as a misdeed. If, if, you, if you can't take the responsible step of lining up a kennel for your pet, uh, you're, you're banned from travel for a year. And this reminds me of something I was told about England, and they have quiet trains on their subways where there's specific trains where you're not supposed to talk or make loud noise or just be a general shit-eater, obnoxious person. Which is funny because I used to be that person, and now I fucking hate that yeah, person. can't handle it. Like, once I hit, like, over my mid-30s, I was like, no tolerance for youth. I was like, fuck the youth. <laughs> Let them go do their weird exploratory art shit on a different place than I'm at. So could you imagine if they did this on the fucking SkyTrain? Anywhere. I think people who... Uh, like I think we need a rating system like this in yeah. Western culture, where oh. if you're a shitty person or you're obnoxious in public or you do uh, dumb things or you try to scam the system, you're just confined to house arrest for you. Wait, year. is this going to be like credit rating where I'm still fucked for my bad choices in my twenties? Yes, one hundred percent. Sorry, so, social credit and credit are exactly the same in that. You're a moron when you're young, yeah. and then you get older, and you realize what a moron you were, but it's too late, and you will spend the rest of your life trying to make up for those youthful indiscretions. And the best part is you can have kids and then impart your wisdom on them and have them totally ignore you and make (laughs) all the same mistakes you did, and then just be infuriated at them 
and yourself at the same time because they're making the same mistakes but not learning from them like you did. You're like, oh, you got to get a better job and just fucking not get drunk in your 20s. Come on. And they're like, why, Dad? And you're like, because I did. And now look at me. I have a shitty kid. And then you think back to every conversation you had with your father where it was kind of the same thing. And you're like, oh, that's what he was trying to do. And then you're like, is this that song, Cats in the Cradle? Is that what this is about? (laughs) Holy shit. And then you put that song on in a dark room and just sit there and cry. Cry for your misspent youth. And weep and weep. Yeah. Uh, Chinese government not really known to be too fair or even handed. Uh, Despite that. Fuck yeah, this rules. Yeah, see, it's it's kind of like, I guess, uh, maybe socialism or communism where it's like kind of sounds good in theory, but then like some dickheads kind of screw it up by just implementing it completely wrong. Where if you had like social credit, like Derek was saying, and then like that issue of Black Mirror where it had like people's ratings, like everybody had a rating. Yeah, and to, to do anything good yeah. or to interact with people, you had to have a positive rating. I So there was that app that, uh, what was it? They said that they were going to come out with two years ago. Rate me? Uh, it was called People. Yeah. Like P-E-E-P-L-E. And the whole premise of this app was that you could rate people and leave feedback on people that you just encountered. Like, let's say you had a fucking bad date with someone. Oh, yeah. Or let's say uh, you were an employer and an employee was shitty and, like, skipped out on work. Wait, did this come out before the Black Mirror episode or after? So. The Black Mirror episode is kind of a ripoff of this. Probably based on uh, this, yeah. yes. Uh, but what happened is there was such a dramatic outcry from obviously shitty people yeah. who didn't want to be rated because they knew how shitty they were uh, that the app ended up like crashing and burning before it was even launched. Yeah, that's like all those people who don't want the government to put up cameras are obviously only the people who only want criminals to do care about things. that. Yeah, yeah, like people who hate the cops. Well, maybe don't speed your car or do whatever it is that people who have problems with cops. Yeah, yeah. do to get the cops to bug. Them. Maybe don't break the law. Yeah, or be black. <laughs> Damn. Well, that was uh, I thought we were being sarcastic. There. I, I was I was going to say maybe this is what white privilege is because we have no reason to hate the cops because the cops have never done anything to us. And then you drop that bomb, which is kind of was where you were going to take a more gentle approach. To uh, yeah, that. yeah. Which I don't like being the guy who's the gentle one. You're supposed to be the gentle one. Sorry. I'm Let's walk that back. That was Dale, by the way. Okay. Or be I'm black. <laughs> is that what I sound like? Yeah, uh, I hate oh. to bring it to you, bud. Uh, is that why I was single for 10 years? Because my voice sounds exactly like that? Um, it was just my voice, right? Yeah. Has nothing to do with my personality, financial looks? irresponsibility, <laughs> or obnoxious <laughs> oh, behavior. No, it was just your voice. Okay. It was just your voice. Shallow, uh, shallow girls. That is actually, yeah, white privilege, because I think back and I'm like, oh, every time cops gave me shit, I absolutely deserved it. Yeah. Uh, because I was probably doing something illegal or stupid. Or the t- all the times where they're like, are you drinking in public? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, dump that out. And you dumped it out, and that was it. You didn't go to jail well, or get tased. Or it, it splashed on his boots that one time. Yeah. Uh, you and I didn't that? get, the yeah. The cop was super mad at me. But again, let me off with the stern warning to yeah. not dump beer on his boots. And didn't beat you to death. Did not even beat me re- so remotely. Didn't even maim me a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Pretty privileged, I think. Yeah. All right. 
Maybe there's a lot of paperwork when you beat, like, teenage boys to death. Yeah, it de- I would default to saying it does depend on the race of the person you're beating. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Are these jokes offensive because they're true, maybe? Yeah, I don't think it's a joke so much. I legitimately yeah. believe that That's a good uh, the only times we've really seen cops held accountable for shit like that is is when they have, when the victims have been white. Or whitish, yeah. But definitely, uh, you don't white. see it uh, with Aboriginals. You don't yeah. see it with African Americans. Oh, dude! Apparently, that's huge in Canada. Like in the states, you hear about all the like Black Lives Matter and stuff. But apparently, like Aboriginals in Canada go through all that shit too. Oh yeah, all and the you time. don't hear peeps about. There is like there is very much this culture of systemic racist against Aboriginal yeah. people. Uh, Dale, you're sounding woke as hell, there, buddy. I'm pretty woke. <laughs> I got to tell you, Derek. I got to say. It only took me till age 38, <laughs> but uh, I kind of can tell what's your, going your on. Your wokeness around. levels, yeah. they're rising. It might be because it's late. Yeah, it could be. Late in the day and I'm tired. Dale gets woker the later it gets. He's like a wokeness, Ooh, wokeness I'm like, vampire. Yeah, I'm like a woke wolf. <laughs> Werewolf wolf. Werewoke. Werewoke. Is it a full moon? Jesus Christ. Because I know all about social issues. What's, what's the <laughs> next topic? <laughs> Dear Lord, what do we got? Uh, oh, we Facebook. Got, oh, yeah. So everybody knows that like two years ago, Facebook had a data breach and they were like fucking mining shit for Trump's government. But today, shit hit the fan over at Facebookville with their fucking stocks dropping by 5%. Yeah. It lost value of like $1,400,000. No, $34 billion. How? My, How my, does Facebook lose its worth? My my favorite my favorite quote from that story. It's like uh, as a result of the stocks dropping, Mark Zuckerberg's worth fell to seventy one point five billion dollars. Yeah, I'm like well, park it in, park park it in, Mark, <laughs> pack it in, buddy. You're done. What are you going to do with that seventy one point five billion? Buy more plain hoodies. That's for sure. No, that's and then did you know? The the hospital in San Francisco is named after him because he has given so much money to it. Oh, I was in San Francisco and I was like, oh, it's the Zuckerberg Zuckerberg Hospital. Nice. No, I mean it's good that he's given money to the hospital or whatever, but uh, he still got seventy one billion dollars. Yeah. So what happened was there was this. Uh, uh, Cambridge Analytica, which is this uh, analytics and marketing company, sounds based fancy in, in the Cambridge. UK. Yeah, well, Cam- Cambridge Analytica, Cambridge Analytica, uh, that use some highly, uh, like fully legal and above board, and like this is exactly how Facebook ad targeting works. But they use these tactics to like launch these really sophisticated, micro-targeted campaigns to people during Trump's presidency and the Brexit presidency, Brexit vote. Yeah. Brexit was not elected and president heard of Britain, which they is got a thing. into trouble was they would offer people money to take a survey on Facebook and ask all these questions. Survey off Facebook actually, which it is was what? On face off of Facebook? So Facebook's partner marketing uh, oh, yeah. th- agreement says that any data you collect as a result of Facebook ads remains property of Facebook. You can't remove it. But what they were doing is they had um they had a survey hosted on in their app yeah. that was basically asked people how important they felt very controversial 
uh, ads or th- like uh, ads against immigration or ads against yeah. gun violence, like really polarizing topics. They asked how important people felt those messages were based on that. Uh, they came up with like an algorithmic score. Uh, and then instead of leaving that data property of Facebook, they like offloaded it all to uh, their, their shit. They stored it in the app. Uh, so even if, I mean, even now that they've been kicked off Facebook, they can yeah. still use that data to target people with ads. They just can't do it on Facebook anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can sell that data sets to other ad companies or other presidential campaigns or other political campaigns. And I heard one of the reasons they got in trouble was because they didn't only collect the people who took the uh, the surveys, but they collected information on that person's friends on Facebook, too. Yes. So somehow, through the magic of the internet, they pulled all these ding-dongles on what they know about your... Like, if you're one of your shitty friends that you never talked to on Facebook took the survey, they took all your information, too. Yes, hopefully none of my friends took this dumb fuck survey. Uh, I hate people who do any apps on Facebook and... Oh, that's not me. Definitely not (laughs) I see them. It's like, oh, which tool time uh, home improvement character are you? Oh, I would take that in a second. (laughs) Wilson? You're Wilson. Weak. I want to be Al Borland. What? Why? Or maybe JTT. Yeah. Maybe show off the good looks of it. Dreamboat. Dreamboat, JTT. Whatever happened to that guy? Uh, Hold up a sec. Talk into the microphone for a bit. I got to Google what Jonathan Taylor Thomas looks like now. His face looks like it's made out of plastic and he looks exactly the same, which is creepy. Wait, was it you telling me that you're the guy who clicks on those? What do celebrities look like yeah. now? Dude, <laughs> I am the worst for clickbait. And you know what my reasoning is? Dude, he looks a little bit like Tim Allen now. Like he yeah. actually became Tim Allen. That is hilarious. Look at him. That's awesome. Look at him. That is manifest destiny right there, my friend. Look at him. So do you want to hear my reasoning of why it's okay to do clickbait? Not particularly, but tell me anyway. I'm like, I'm on Wi-Fi. <laughs> it's not going to hurt my data. So I'm just like, click, 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 click. I was like, let's see these funny pictures. Click. Oh, let's see these ghost stories. Click. Oh, I don't know what happened next. Click. <laughs> <laughs> and now... What Cambridge Analytica knows all oh, of Derek's he was information in that fucking awful Tim Allen show, Last Man Standing. Oh, for four episodes, he was in four episodes. Oh, dude, as Randy. Do you want to hear the best thing about that show? Sure. There was this guy, and he was like an extreme because the the point of the show is Tim Allen works at this outdoorsman show uh, store, and there's this like new super cool fisherman guy and he was all like neon colors and like extreme fishing and you know what his fucking slogan was it's on the hook it was so funny it's absurd that show is fucking garbage and no one should ever watch it but it's on the hook i don't care is comedic genius that's not do you know how long I repeated that catchphrase? Oh, this guy doesn't look so good anymore. Yeah, he looks like Al Borland. He looks like he, <laughs> he does, indeed. What uh, we're talking about is the older brother. Zachary Ty Bryan, the, yeah. the brother who wasn't Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Or the little one that was weird looking. Yeah. Uh, he looks like he ate young Zachary Ty Bryan. <laughs> He does look very Borland. Like, look at these guys. Yeah. I bet it's just a matter of time before we see Netflix fucking do a home improvement 
uh, reboot where they cast JTT as Tim oh Allen and the God. older brother. I would watch the fucking as Al shit out of that. Awful. Do you know? Do you want to hear a terrifying number? Yes. Do you know how is it much? Fourteen hundred thousand. It's more than that. Do you know how much money Tim Allen turned down for the last season of uh, fucking? To do another season of Home Improvement. What? Like, they canceled it. He wanted to go do movies. And they're like, we'll give you this much money. And he turned it down. $50 million. Okay. He's an idiot. Yeah. He's like, uh, who's that dipshit who, uh, uh, TJ Miller, just left Silicon Valley because he wanted to do movies. TJ Miller? Yeah. You know TJ? Oh, uh, who just got fucking nailed by me too? Yeah. So that's that's the other thing. You're never doing a movie again, buddy. And, yeah. the, and the movie that encouraged him to leave and, and focus on movies was the Emoji movie. That yeah. was that was his, like, star maker. Like, dude, that movie was fucking garbage. Same with Tim Allen. What did you do? The Santa Claus? Okay, technically. What did Tim Allen do? He did three Santa Clauses. Okay. But Emoji wasn't that bad of a movie. Don't it just talk. flopped. Don't. I don't know. It was just like. It's like all those movies, they're all the same. Like all those like kid-aimed CGI movies. Wasn't this one have like a more adult bent to it or was it actually? It had a little bit of adult humor, but it was, mo- I don't know, it was mostly aimed for kids. Yeah, but it was definitely a dumb show. Is Silicon Valley still on? Oh, yeah, 100%. I thought the show ended. No. Oh, I should oh Toy Story. That. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, I he, forgot Tim Allen did the voice of... Uh, and Wild Hogs, Derek. Right. Galaxy <laughs> Quest. Who can forget? Galaxy Quest was actually... Amazing. It was a pretty good movie. Anybody who besmirches Galaxy Quest? Oh, Big Trouble? Jungle the Jungle? Uh, You know, Tim Allen has been in some not awful movies, I'm yeah. going to say here. Controversial Shaggy Dog opinion. remake? Controversial <laughs> opinion. Party Saurus Rex? Oh, is that a, is that a Toy Story spinoff? What Sorry, is buddy. that? Party Source Rex. Oh, it's a short film. How do we not know about that? Six Wives. Boring. Yeah, sounds dramatic. Yeah, what? Big Trouble was pretty good. Christmas with the Cranks. I loved, I liked Big Trouble. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? That's Bunch about of it. shit nobody's ever heard of. Was he in the Croods? Or was that the other guy? Uh, couldn't tell you. Anyways. Back on track. Do we have a track? Do we ever uh, have a track to these podcasts? I yeah. think that's it. Covered everything. Yeah, so there's this big uh, fucking hash. Back to the Facebook thing. There's this big hashtag that's surfacing that's hashtag delete Facebook. And everyone's like, we deleted MySpace. We could delete Facebook. And it's kind of different. Could you live without Facebook? Oh, no. Dude, when this news came out, I was like, oh, that's really shitty. Like, yeah. I should delete my Facebook account. And I thought about it for, a, like, literally one second. I was like, no, I'm never going to do that. You know why I'll never delete Facebook? Because of all the small talk it saves me. <laughs> you're like, you go on Facebook, you're like, hey, I did this. And everybody's like, cool, cool, cool. And you never have to tell anybody. Everybody's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, don't you have Facebook? What the fuck? It's kind of shitty, though, because you'll, like, run into someone you haven't seen in six years and you have nothing to talk. Like, normally you'd be like, hey, let's catch up. I don't I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, that is one shitty it's weird. thing. But when you run into that person you don't really want to talk to after six years and you don't have to go catch up with them, that's nice. I, I guess. Or if you're like me and have, like, a hundred first cousins 
and you kind of want to see what everybody's up to. I have 100 first to, cousins. And you don't want to talk to them on the phone. Could you imagine doing all your Facebooking but actually talking to people? No. I don't understand people who can phone. have like, so I have exactly two conversations a week. One to my mom, one to my dad, both about half an hour. And one That's to it. me. I don't talk to you on the phone. We're talking. This is a conversation. This is, uh, yeah, but on the on the phone, like on phone calls. Oh, gross. On phone, phone calls. And the you only talk reason- to your parents for an hour? That is no. Uh, half, half hour each. Yeah. That's it. Conglomerate your parents an hour. That's all they get. I talk to my brother who lives in China, who's lived in China for six years. I talk to him once a month, half an hour. Really? People are like, people who have like two hour phone conversations. I'm like, what, what do you have to talk about okay, with wait. someone? I have to put a correction. two hours. People who have two hour phone conversations who aren't trying to get laid. Even then. I don't know. I, it, I put in some ear time if, on the ladies. If, you, if you, It never worked out. Yeah, in high school, back yeah. when, like pre-internet. Well, that's true. Uh, since then, God, no. Dude. The only reason we're able to do this for an hour each week is because we come up with a fucking script of topics to cover. That's true. You're you going to do that before your phone call? That's weird. No. That's weird. I don't even talk to anybody that's on weird. the phone. I text everybody. My mom texts. Yeah. My brother's getting married all through texts. Like it's like we talked about brothers getting married through text. Yeah, so like text his <laughs> vows. No, but like my brother's like I'm getting married in Croatia, and I talked to him enough to get the details to go to Croatia and everything over text. For those keeping track at home, that's the third travel bomb Dale's lobbed in this episode. Well, it's kind of second and a half because the England I'm going trip. to London and then I'm going to Croatia. Shut yeah. the fuck up, Dale. But the worst part is I don't want to go to Croatia. I never really did. Everybody's like, oh, you're going to love Croatia. And I was like, why? And they're like, oh, because it's by the ocean. I'm like, there's lots of stuff that's by the ocean that's not also by war-torn countries. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's especially war-torn anymore. Bosnia will always that, be war That was torn. like, no. They're, was like, they're recovering. There was like... You know how people say this happened in my formative years? Yeah, for my like... entire formative years, I had to hear on the nightly news how Bosnians were murdering each other. That was uh, Bosnians and Serbians, Dale. Well, there's two countries right there. <laughs> so anyways, I had to hear about these countries blowing each other up from when I was young and impressionable... And when all my baggage got formed and I never fully got over because I refused to look inside the mirror and see what's actually in there because it's probably terrifying and I don't want to grow as a person. Yeah, but that's So like, I don't want to go to Croatia because it might make me grow as a person. That is totally valid. Uh, and I, also I heard it's one of the best party cities in Europe and that sounds annoying. That there will be a, a lot of people who would not pass the China social credit. Uh, that system. sounds like young people on drugs to me. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> Which I don't know if you know Eastern, this. Eastern Europe doesn't have a lot of. Uh, if you're not a young person or do drugs, young people on drugs are the worst thing ever. That would absolutely. Even like young people just in general. Yeah. Or people on drugs just in general. I can't, I can't fuck with either of those. But you get, you combine, you combine young people on drugs. Dear Lord, and then too much. And then people are like, oh, but there'll be hot women there for you to look at. I'll be like, why would I want to do that? (laughs) Do you know who's the worst? You know what's worse than young people on drugs? Young hot girls on drugs. Oh my god! You know how I could tell I'm an adult now? 
Because you think about conversations. Oh, I certainly can. <laughs> <laughs> you think about old, bitter, shitty people having a conversation, and you think about young, idealistic people having a conversation, and you pick which one you'd rather be stuck beside. And it's old, bitter person oh, every time. Every time. There's even the people. I, I follow some young, idealistic people on Twitter, and they just fucking annoy me. Yeah. Like, why? Why not just, like, give up on caring like the rest of us and accept that the world is just going to be shitty yeah. and it's going to get shittier and, like, slowly suck the life out of you and you'll end up, like, a, a husk of a person. Yeah. Unlike all these people be like, oh, we can't afford a home because of what the generation before me did. It's like, yeah, yeah. see you in 20 years. That's how it works. Yeah. When you still can't afford a home <laughs> from what the people did and now the rest of your life sucks to go along with it. Yeah. In 20 years. I'm probably going to be homeless and like working as a Walmart greeter or whatever, uh, you know, mega conglomerate takes over Walmart or uh, yeah. never mind what the chemicals have done to our bodies. Yeah. You know, we're all just like essentially we're fucked. We've doomed ourselves as a species. But I don't want those chemicals to stop. I need those chemicals for enjoyment. <laughs> I'm, I'm hooked now. Like it's like, oh, in 20 years, my life's going to be shit. I'm going to be hobbled. Society's going to cr- be crumbled. They're like, you know, if you gave up your smartphone right now, and they're like, ah, whatever, I'll deal with it when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Society crumbles. I think I can handle it. That's, yeah. As long as I never have to have a conversation longer than <laughs> half an hour with a person. Or any conversation with a young person. Uh-uh. Do, do you want to do mailbag? Uh, yeah, nobody, mailbag. people kind of let us down. Oh, uh, no, are people over us? Are we passe, Scott Graham said, but it's Monday. Scott, uh, thanks for picking up that we usually record on Sundays. People apparently are less angry or have less time to respond on Mondays. I would just like to apologize to Scott because obviously he's sad. He had to wait an extra day to listen to our melodic voices, even though my voice is the reason I've been single for 10 years. I don't. Well, was single. Now I have a girlfriend who has to listen to my voice all day, every day. And uh, there's nothing she could do about it. Scott Graham said, I just want to hear you two talk about the shape of water more. I think we've milked that. I could complain about anything more I at think, any given time. I, I mean, uh, um, a movie about a woman having sex with a fish man won the Academy Award I mean, for Best Picture. If you tell me that I'm going to be bored by about a movie about a woman having sex with a fish, I would say, how dare you? (laughs) That's a a Guillermo del Toro movie. movie. There are going to be some sweet monsters. And you know what? Hey, wait. Was the fish guy, um, the guy in the suit, was it the guy from Star Trek Discovery? Who? Hey, I couldn't tell you a single actor from Star Trek Discovery because I'm not a hopeless nerd. Apologies to Dale's uh, other podcast co-hosts. Who? Hey, hey, the black girl is the same black girl from Walking Dead, so you could name one. I don't. I. I Mich- not Michonne. The other one. The one who's always like, who's with Tyrese, who almost hooked up with Tyrese. Michonne. She's always no, not Michonne. The other one. The other black girl, who was sad when Bob died. What? At, what season? <laughs> The one where they're walking the whole episode. The walking oh, dead. Walking the whole season. No, the one where they're going to Terminus. She was in that I one. Don't, what is Terminus? Terminus in Walking Dead? Dude, I haven't seen, like, did it happen after season three? Because that's around when I stopped watching. Three I'm seasons in. jealous because I went a bunch more seasons. Dear Lord, fuck and that And then show. I was like, why? I don't have to still watch Carl be annoying. I can just stop. He's anytime. dead now, by the way. They killed him. Finally. 
I might watch the next. Sorry for the spoiler. Sorry for the spoiler. Actually, Uh, apologies to the two people who might still be watching Walking Dead. I might actually watch the next season without Carl. Killed Carl. Sans I saw it on Carl. Twitter. Didn't even make me angry that I read it on Twitter because I will never, ever watch another episode of that yeah. show again. So anyways, the guy who played the fish guy in Hellboy. No. Oh, Hellboy? Yeah. Is the same guy who is the skinny alien creature from Star Trek Discovery. Who played the fish in The Shape it's of It's just water. some like weirdo skinny guy. Um, was Michael? Who's Michael Sherman? Oh, Michael Shannon. Uh, Giles. My name Wait. is Giles. Fish? I don't think oh, it's... Oh, Amphibian Man. Edward... Oh, Dance Double. That's not right. All right, hold on here. Dance also, Double. Also, how much dancing was there in that movie? I do not recall him dancing at any point. Oh, you totally unsold me on it. I didn't even watch it. Sorry to talk bad about a movie I haven't watched. No, no. But there's oh, Doug Jones. There's one lesson I learned. And figured yeah. that. Hey! That's that guy. How did you know? Because he was in the first one. Oh, he was also in Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. He's anytime there's like a weirdo skinny guy, it's him because he has like he's actually super skinny and tall. It's like it's creepy to look at. Like I don't want to body shame this guy, but he's very, very thin and spindly. <laughs> um Anyways, I was going to say, I always, I watched movies. I was always under the impression that, hey, at least I'll watch a movie. At least I'll see what it's like. And then that fucking Jesus movie came out. What was that called? The one Passion about, of the Christ. The yeah. Mel Gibson one? I watched that and I was like, I no longer have to watch movies I don't want to watch anymore because that movie was atrocious. The movie was horrible. Oh, this guy plays the ancient in The Strain, which makes sense because it's a really skinny. Uh, did you watch The Strain? Uh, no, I did read the, I did read the book. However, oh. quite enjoyed it. Hey, ladies, Derek read a book. Another Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro book. He, he wrote the book. Yeah, I didn't know he wrote books. Yeah, he was. That was his. He wrote like the trilogy of books with another actual author. I didn't know. No, that. pretty good. Uh, pretty good little story. That's pretty good because then you can option your own book and then you make double money. And then yeah, per, guy's kind of a genius. Yeah, I know. And, I watched like the first episode of that series. And I was like, meh. Yeah, I never even mm. is not not that good. Nah, I don't know. it didn't grab me. But usually shows don't after a se- one episode. Um, did you ever watch The Devil's Backbone? Like his first movie, it was pretty good. It was pretty dramatic. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Can we wrap Wait, this up? I have a good Guillermo del Toro question that everybody needs to know the answer of. Mr. Research Guy. I'm Googling it. Did he design the monsters in Pacific Rim 2? Del Toro designed the monsters in Pacific Rim 2. Or are they ripoffs? How much Guillermo Del Toro was involved in Pacific Rim 2? Or is this one of those things where he just owns the company? Oh, he played a role in the something uh, of the secret and helped create the designs. For the new kaiju and the new, new kaiju, yeah, he helped. He helped design the monsters. The kaiju and the Jaegers. The new kaiju and the new Jaegers. Oh, dude, this movie looks amazing. Yeah, that's actually. Like, come on, I'm giant, sorry. Giant robots fighting giant monsters. Signed, Dale up. I'm sorry. I'm also gonna say uh, that the uh, rampage movie, rampage. Yeah. Looked awesome. Oh, dude. Giant Monsters and The Rock. And The Rock. Sold. Sold. <laughs> I've watched it twice. Sold. 
Like, I, I don't. I'm not a fan of how they like. According to the trailer, they tried to work some story in there where it's like a gorilla that gets injected with some like. So what happens is the gorilla is serum. the Rock's friend, and I don't know yeah, why I don't, he's I don't white. care about any of that shit. And then it's fucking opening credits, bam! Giant gorilla fighting giant monsters. I'm gonna blow your mind. That's it. Fucking the sensitive side of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Fucking sign language talking to a white gorilla. <laughs> I don't. I don't. And I don't care. And. The white gorilla is sad because it's an albino gorilla and the other gorillas don't like it. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson talks with his hands and it's very emotional. <laughs> and it almost break it up right now because that's beautiful. <laughs> and then, just when you're like, this is lame, it's too emotional, he turns into a giant monster and they fucking smash it. And you're like, yes, that is everything I need. I need a little emotional and then just fucking blow everything up and fight other giant monsters. I can cut everything before you said whatever shit starts going off and yeah. gorillas start throwing fists against like giant monsters that's it that's that's all the movie i need yeah put that albino shit albino gorilla shit dude i think you should rewatch the not the In first movie. three transformers but watch the last two no with mark Wahlberg. dude Wait, that's all it is did they make five transformers five transformers Yikes. movies and the last two have mark Wahlberg and giant oh dude the last one the fucking last one, this is the best because the story doesn't really make any sense, but it doesn't have to because, like, the fucking Knights of the Round Table each had an own representative Transformer. I don't know why. I don't give a fuck. It and seems then like they're smashing historical periods. 12 Transformers turn into Together, a they're... giant fucking dragon Transformer. It would have been way cooler if they had turned into, like, giant like Excalibur that was wielded by an even bigger Transformer. Dragon. Whatever. Yeah. Or the dragon, the twelve peop the twelve robots that made the dragon turn into a dude that held the fucking sword and then like fought, Voltron. Fought Unicron. So, so wait, the the actual knights of the round table okay. had the actual Knights of the Round Table were the Knights of the Round Table. Then, like, what was it? Sir Galahad and Sir Lancelot, and that's the only two I know. And King yeah, Arthur. That's it. They all had I don't know if it was, like, a representative, but there was 12 Autobots that were, like, helped them fight, and that's why they won all the wars. And then they, like, go to jolly old England and go in, like, some castle, and they find them, and they come out, and they help them fight. Dude, you, you just got to watch Did it. Did they turn into, like... Because cars didn't exist back then, so do oh, they, they transform that to Because horses? the way Transformers work is they scan the technology around Catapults. them... And then they turn into something that's time. Ah, oh, the fucking lamest but explanation. There's a scene where fucking World War II uh, Bumblebee kicks fucking ass as like a World War II car and fucking shoot shit. Should we stop recording and we can just discuss movies for the next <laughs> hour? <laughs> uh, Not on the air. I think people need to know our like <laughs> Scott obviously loved our take on. <laughs> We've been the going on for movie. ten. All right, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, yeah. The the moral of the story is watch Pacific Rim 2. Yes. Watch Rampage. Yes. And watch the last two Transformers movies because they make less sense than the first three. Therefore, they're better. But before you do any of those things, watch Counterparts starring J.K. Simmons on Stars Sunday evenings yeah, at 9 I'm, p.m. Eastern. I'm going to watch that. What up? I'm sold. I don't actually know if it's 9 p.m. Eastern. Oh, my I don't God. Care. Do you, could you imagine if Stars gave us, like, J.K. Simmons, like, t-shirts with just jk simmons face on it hey stars if you're listening right now uh a 
stop spelling stars with a Z because it looks fucking stupid and that shit yeah. stopped being cool in like 1992. Second, please send us uh, J.K. Simmons t-shirts or J.K. Simmons the man himself. I would like or I would like to hang out with that dude. He seems cool. J.K. Simmons t-shirt to Derek and J- give alternate universe J.K. Simmons t-shirt for me. Yeah, we'll take pictures and post them on our social media, which has 10 followers. Although I, I am a big fan of sending us just J.K. Simmons to be on the podcast. You know, anyway, it doesn't even have to be stars. Just kidnap J.K. Simmons, drop him off at my place. We'll interview him for the podcast. We will let him plug uh, about all his shit. what made him on. angry. Speaking of, tweet me at Herder. Tweet us at OutragefactPod. Tweet me at SuperDevot. Like us on Facebook. Donate to us on Patreon. Uh, follow our podcast on iTunes. So yeah, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play. Hey, listen this far. Head on over to the iTunes or podcast store that you listen to. Check us a little five star review about how fucking cool we are and how we bring joy into your meaningless life every week. And you can't rate Derek separate than me, so just I don't know. Let my worth up lump us together. Both really good looking. Hey, I'll take two and a half. Whatever. You would give half stars. You would take two and a half. Yeah, we'd give two and a half inches. Wink. All right. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. I think we're gonna try and sneak in one more episode before Dale starts traveling the world on airplanes and cruise ships full of dogs. (laughs) <laughs> uh, thanks for listening till week uh, till next week stay angry no